Do you know how loved you are? Have you ever thought about that question? Do you honestly know how loved you are? If you were going to try and answer that yes, uh, you would be wrong. The honest answer is no. There is no human being in the church tonight who has any clue how much we are loved. St. John Vianney, the patron saint of Catholic priests, put it this way. He said, if people came to understand the love that is revealed from God to his people every time they come to Mass, they would die of joy. Brothers and sisters, do you know that you are loved? You don't know how much you are loved. Do you know that you are loved? In our responsorial psalm that we just heard, we were told by the psalmist, if today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. If today you hear his voice. Sometimes we might live in a world that would give us the impression that God never really talks to us. And if we start hearing God talking to us, then maybe we have some sort of psychological disorder and should get some help. How does God talk to us? God speaks to us through the saints that he has raised up in every age for the last 2,000 years to show the world his presence. God talks to us through scripture. God talks to us through the teachings of the church that he himself started. God speaks to us through the desire for true, for the true, the good, and the beautiful that is written in every human heart. God speaks to us through the incredible majesty and beauty of creation that he has given us. God actually never stops talking to us. But the highest and greatest, the infallible way that God speaks to his children every day is through the sacraments of the Catholic Church. Right? We know the sacraments. There's seven of them. What exactly is a sacrament? A sacrament is a powerful sign, an efficacious, a life-giving sign, whereby God literally touches one of his friends in this moment in history. And so, like, when God speaks through a sacrament, when God touches someone's life through a sacrament, what does that look like? What does that sound like? How do I hear God's voice talking through a sacrament? Well, one of the most obvious ways, hopefully, is by listening to the priest. If you remember back to your baptism or the day that somebody was baptized that you might know, what were the words that that make someone baptized? I pour water on top of their head and I say, Jesus really loves you, now you're part of his family. No, what do I say? I baptize you. Every time, brothers and sisters, a sacrament is celebrated, God speaks through his minister infallibly, deliberately. And he says, I claim you as my own. And I touch you again with the power of my love. Every time we walk into the sacrament of reconciliation and you shock Father Luke with whatever it was that you said in the sacrament, we're picking up the pieces and I absolve your sins. What's the prayer that forgives sins? It's not God forgives you of your sins, now go in peace. I absolve you. Here in a few moments as we're standing at the altar tonight, you're going to hear me say the words, this is Jesus' body, eat it and think of him. No. God speaks deliberately through his instrument, the priest, when he says, this is my body, which is given for you. And that's you individually, that's you collectively, and that actually is the entire human race, you. You see, God is a merciful God, God is a loving God, and God holds nothing back in emptying the floodgates of his love and his mercy upon this world. Do you know that you are loved? Because, brothers and sisters, I think in the midst of all the ways that God speaks to us, if today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Perhaps the easiest way for us to allow our hearts to become hardened 
is when we either forget or ignore the truth of our God's love for us. There is nothing more real than God's love for you. You can be certain of nothing more than God's love for each and every one of us. If he stopped loving us, we would cease to exist. The highest and greatest expression of his love for us is when he puts his heart on the altar at Mass. Right, because actions speak louder than words, right? Hopefully we would agree with that. And so God saying, I love you, and then God showing us, I love you, by putting how much of his heart is on the altar when we come to Mass? I mean, he's got a lot of Masses that he showed up at today all over the world. He's probably tired. Maybe he's going to, you know, retire early so we can watch the Chiefs. No, how much of God is he going to give us tonight? He's going to give us everything in the gift of his own son. He's going to put all of his heart on the altar as if to say, here is all of me. This is all that I have to give to you. It's everything. It's the entire essence of who I am. Please be gentle with my heart. But even if you're not, you're worthy of receiving it. Even if you're totally oblivious to the fact that this is my heart, I still lay it down and offer it to you. Brothers and sisters, there is nothing more real in our world than the power of our God's love for each of his sons and daughters. And yet it is so easy for us to allow our hearts to become hardened to the power of this love. It is so easy for us to buy that lie that the enemy of our souls, of our freedom and of our love begins to implant in our minds and our hearts. It is so easy in 2022 for us to just live throughout each day kind of telling ourselves we are alone. True or false, you are alone. If God is real, and if that's him in the Eucharist, you are never alone, brothers and sisters. And so the one who comes to convince us that we are not seen, that we are not loved, that we are forgotten, that we are overlooked, that we must earn our Father's love, that voice is not the voice of truth. And so when we let that voice eat away at our minds and our hearts, and we let that chattering voice of the enemy just kind of start chirping away in our minds and our hearts, That doesn't lead to peace and to freedom. It leads to fear, anxiety, and the hardening of the human heart. And so our God challenges us through the readings that we've just listened to, to choose to live the truth of his love. There is nothing more beautiful, nothing more powerful, no greater source of life, of freedom, and of healing than the perfect love of the Father for his children. And yet it's so easy for us to let ourselves get distracted and seek, spend our lives seeking after the things that ultimately do not matter because they do not save. And so we pray for the grace in this Mass to be increasingly aware of the fact that we are seen and loved and fought for and held by a good Father who desires to lavish the graces and blessings of his kingdom upon his children. Brothers and sisters, where is it in your life that you choose to live in fear and anxiety? Because wherever fear and anxiety uh, begin to present themselves in your mind and heart, I could point to that space in you and could say that is where you choose against the truth of the Father's love. Maybe it's a place of woundedness. Maybe it's a place of suffering. Maybe it's consistently telling yourself the lie that I have to earn love that I am not seen, that I'm forgotten, that I'm overlooked, that God never knew me, maybe. Brothers and sisters, that's not true. And so our God challenges us in a special way at this Mass to choose to live in the truth of his love. Where is it that I live for me? 
Where is it that I live for fear, for anxiety? Where is it that I kind of like live for number one because I believe I have to take care of myself. I have to get me to heaven because no one else is going to. None of that, brothers and sisters, is true. In the second reading that we just heard from St. Paul, he challenged us to be courageous. He challenged us to be unashamed in living in the truth of our Father's love. In the gospel, Jesus challenged his friends and he said, where is your faith? If your faith was just the size of a mustard seed, there would be incredible miracles that would be worked in this world. Brothers and sisters, the courage to bear witness to Jesus and the gift of faith flow into hearts that choose to acknowledge and live in the reality of God's love. And so the challenge for each of us this night and this week is for us to pray for the grace to be increasingly aware of how loved we are. To give Jesus permission to awaken us to the power of his Father's love. A love that frees, that heals, that strengthens, and that has made saints in every age. We pray for the grace to know that love and to bet our lives on the truth that we are loved. Because, brothers and sisters, you're going to hear me at the altar announce to you that you are loved. And then you are going to see and hold and receive that love into your bodies this day in the Eucharist. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts.